Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about four ways the Bible says that you can be perfect. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about the kind of perfection that God calls his children to. You know, as Christians, we serve a perfect master, the almighty creator who who created us and sustains us. He is worthy of praise and our constant gratitude. Psalm 1830 tells us, as for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. Our heavenly father is perfect and his son, equally God, is perfect too. Hebrews chapter one, verses three through four, it says, the sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. You know, in fact, John saw Jesus and he said in Revelation twenty two twelve, 12, look, I'm coming soon. My reward is with me and I will give to each person according to what they have done. I am the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. I, in verse 16, Jesus have sent my angel to you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty come. And let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this scroll. If anyone adds anything to them, God will add that person to the plagues described in this scroll. And if anyone takes words away from the scroll of prophecy, God will take away from the person any share in the tree of life and in the holy city which are described in this scroll. He who testifies to these things says, yes, I'm coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. Christ is the definition of righteousness. You know, we serve a perfect God, uh, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. We, he's perfect in all his ways, but we're not perfect. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God, according to Romans 3.23. And our sins and our imperfection should separate us from God. Colossians 3 reminds us that once we are alienated from God because we are enemies in our minds because of our evil behavior, but now he has reconciled us by Christ's physical body through death to present us holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. And if we continue in our faith, established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. You know, our sin prevents us from coming close to God. We cannot remain imperfect if we want to be in God's presence. Now, of course, we can't be perfect on our own. If we would, we would have done it by now. But Romans tells us that no one was made perfect or saved by the law. On our own, we are not capable of being perfect. We know that. It's clear, at least for me every day, I look in the mirror and I know that I have room to become more godly. That's why in order to come into the presence of God, I need to do two things. First, I need to be washed in the blood of Christ, the perfect sacrifice that cleanse me of my sin. 
then I need to rise out of the waters of baptism to live a new life with Jesus at the wheel. And I do that by reading and applying his word and imitating his life. Ephesians 5.1 commands us to follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children. So I can be perfect, not because of my own strength, my own will, but because of the grace of God. And this perfection flows into every area of my life. The first way we can be perfect is by having perfect forgiveness. Matthew chapter 5, Jesus says, I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. You know, forgiveness is required to be saved. If we refuse to forgive others, God won't forgive us. But when I do learn to imitate the same forgiveness that Christ showed me, despite my initial rejection of him, I can be perfect as my Heavenly Father is perfect. The second way we can be perfect is by having perfect endurance. Paul taught, or says that the life of a Christian is a race. It's a battle. It's something that requires constant effort and attention. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26, the writer warns us that we need to persevere so that when we have done the will of God, we'll receive what he has promised. You know, we must persevere if we want to receive what we're promised. There will be times when perfect living is difficult. There will be times when we waver, when we doubt. But Paul says that we have to keep running the race because it's not by our own strength that we're perfect but by God's. In 1 Corinthians 9, he writes, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I don't run aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Paul says we can't stop until the race is won. Christians need perfect endurance. Third, we can become perfect by becoming a perfect sacrifice. Christ gave everything for us and he demands Imitation. Romans chapter 12 commands us, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. That is your true and proper worship. Become a living sacrifice. What does that mean? Is that a, a tithe? Is that a, a few hours on a weekend? No. It is devoting everything and every day that you have as long as God still allows you to wake up in the morning. Jesus said in Matthew 19, 21, if you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions and give to the poor, and then you will have treasures in heaven. Then come and follow me. Imitating Christ's sacrifice is how we allow Jesus to make us perfect. Fourth, we can become perfect by emulating the perfect love of our Savior. And we have this incredible assurance in 1 John chapter 4, verse 17, where John writes, this is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. 
So forgiveness, endurance, sacrifice, and love. That's how Christ offers to transform and perfect our lives. We can become perfect, not because of our own strength, not because of our own will, but by the mercy and the grace of Jesus. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Ruta Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rutadaily.com right now.